All right, all right, all right, all right. Today, what is today? Today is May the 12th, 2020. I think today is Tuesday. (laughs) This is Tawanda with another chance to bridge the gap. And we are here to talk about so many different things. So tonight we've got a special person on the line. I'm keeping her up a little late to talk. Um, Another chance to bridge the gap, another chance foundation. Um, We're here to work to bridge the gap between men and women incarcerated um, and connect dots with family, friends, and people in the community. We know and realize that there's so many different things that's going on in the world today that we need each other. And we want to serve as a platform and a place because we believe that this is our opportunity for unity. We have these calls a few times a week, and eventually we're going to get to having them every single day because there's so much information that we want to share with the masses. And we also are going to be inviting people on to share different information. Every time we turn around, whether we're listening to the radio or we're on the Internet or just watching television, we see something going on in America. And we want to make sure that we're giving you that information. We're talking about it. We're sharing thoughts and feedback. And we're looking for different ways to be a part of the solution and not the problem. Often we hear people talking about, oh, man, you heard about this, you heard about that. It's really sad. It's really a shame. And no one's offering any ideas, any suggestions, any solutions. Well, that's what we're here for. We want to bridge the gap, offer solutions, and be a part of the solution and definitely not the problem. I wanted to invite um, some special people on tonight. And I have one person that's already on, I'm Anita, and she's going to share a little about her story, who she is, and we'll talk about the power of team. And one of the things that I said in the description was, you know, talking about the power of team tonight. I know a lot of times we've heard team together, everyone achieves more. And guess what? And that's really true. Because especially when you have an idea, when you have a vision, you have something that you want to do, it's not easy to do it by yourself. So when you can find like-minded people that you can work with, that you can build with, that you can trust, that you can depend on, that is essential. And I have someone like that on the line tonight. So, Anita, are you there? I'm here. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. I'm sitting outside, and it's really pretty out, and so I'm just kind of enjoying the evening. Okay, okay. Well, that definitely sounds amazing, and thank you um, for agreeing to come on tonight. Thank you for agreeing to come on at the last minute, and I know you have, Anita, you are really an interesting person. I'm going to just go ahead and put that out there. Um, (laughs) However, I'm going to stick to this strip and only ask you what we agreed on, and the next time, you know, I'm not going to promise I'm going to do that. So um, as we begin, tell us a little bit about who is Anita. Who are you, where well, you're from, I, whatever you want to share about yourself. I'm sorry, go ahead. Okay, that's okay. I, I grew up on a farm in Iowa, and I um, from, from there I went to um, Tennessee. I graduated from college. I went to Tennessee to teach, and I have taught 34 years. So I taught in Tennessee, and I taught in Iowa. Most of the time I, I spent uh, teaching special education and at-risk youth. Um, part of that time was spent teaching in an institution for kids with um, severe um, emotional problems, and um, so it's it's been it was a good career. Along with that, I did uh, drama and had a radio station, 
and um, uh, improv group, and so I I got to do a lot of creative kinds of things. Mm, and then that sounds- after that, our, yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, go. After that, I moved to Colorado because I have two sons, and they decided Colorado was the place for them. And the, the one especially liked to do um, the skiing, and he was sponsored by a, a, a store. And um, so he was really into the skiing, and, and so they got um, really involved here. And then when I retired, I didn't want to miss out on grandchildren. So I moved to Colorado. And then wow. I, I've, I've, done some, um, I've done some charity work. And I've done some uh, internet marketing for my son's uh, uh, business, and um, th- and I've worked for. Um, oh well, well, I was really just looking for something um, important to do, something where I could make a difference. And I love to write, and I love to talk to people, and I'm very accepting of people that are different than me. So I I think I relate well to people. Uh, as far as uh, being involved in the prison reform, I, I had never okay, really no, thought hold, of that. Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute, you, 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 wait a minute, Nina, wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay. You, you're trying, you're trying to get all the questions in, but I, I got some questions about the first question. All right. Okay. So basically, you are from Iowa. Yes. Interesting. I did not know that. All right. And the second yes. thing is, you've been an educator. For how long? How many years? 34. 34 years as an educator. And what grade level were you teaching on the level of like sort of like high school, college, elementary? What what grade level were you teaching or were you involved in throughout those years? I taught uh, from three years old to 21. Wow. So in special, in and, special ed, there are a lot of different um, – a lot of different um, places you could be, and so I, I kind of like to move around because I that's just my personality. And it okay, also okay, being, it keeps you from being burned out because it is okay, a job okay, makes that sense. And really then, takes a lot. And and did mm-hmm. you also mention that you were on the radio? I had a, a student that we had a radio station in the school. You uh-huh. remember when nine oh two? So we, we did that, and, and the kids had a great time. They learned a lot of things about business and management and then talking on the radio, and then we DJed all the dances, and we did all kinds of fundraising. Every, okay. every group, in, every kind of group in the high school, it was high school then, that had a, a group had to raise their own money. So they would give you seed money of $300, and then you had to keep it going. So then we had grant money, and we did shows, and we did dances, and all kinds of things, and and all those those kids had a planet. You know, I I supported them in it, but they had a planet. Absolutely. Well, that that really sounds amazing. And we have another caller that just joined us, Miss Lissa. Are you there? Yes. Hello, beautiful ladies. Hello, lady. How's it going tonight in the big state of Texas? It's going. <laughs> it's just going. How are you, ladies, doing? Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, you know, I'm I'm busy. I'd rather skip the details. 
Okay. Well, I understood. Well, what we're doing right now, we're just kind of going through some introductions. Anita was telling us that she's from Iowa, and she's been educated for 34 years, and she's done a lot of different things because she doesn't like to get burned out, which I respect. So that was good hearing a little about her story. So tell us a little about who is Lissa, <laughs> where you're from, and oh. how did I meet you in reference to Another Chance and all that good stuff. So tell us who you are, please, please. Um, well, I'm Lisa. I am a mother first, and um, right after, I'm a writer. I'm from Texas. I met T um, last year, and it's kind of crazy how we met, and with me not being so much of a people person, how we, you know, we connected on, you know, several different things and projects that she has going. And, you know, with just becoming, a, you know, a friend outside of that. So, yeah, I mean, there's not really much about me to tell. <laughs> well, she's a writer, so we'll we'll read it in all the books that she's really writing in the blogs and all this amazing stuff. Um, And, and, I didn't I didn't want to keep you ladies on too long tonight, but I wanted to ask something extremely important because everyone knows another chance um, we work with, with prisoners and families. And I remember probably about seven, eight years ago, we were campaigning or something, and someone messaged me on Facebook and said, you're worried about prisoners. You should worry about something more important like children or this or that. And I said, well, actually, I'm working with kids, too. I love kids. Um some people feel like people in prison are not worth time and, you know, out of sight, out of mind, et cetera, et cetera. So I wanted you ladies to share, whoever wants to go first can, you know, when I talk to you about working with prisoners, what made you say yes? Well, well I, I had actually thought, okay. go ahead. You, you can Just go say, ahead. say your name first no, so we'll know go. who's speaking. This is Anita, and I um, had actually checked into maybe teaching in the prison and helping people get their, their GEDs, um, but it didn't look like it was something that I would qualify for because when I looked at it, you had to be able to kick kick your leg up <laughs> above your waist or something, but which didn't make any sense. But anyhow, um, no, I'm just interested in people in general, and, and you know, people are in prison. They're, they've served their time. They have a, need to have a chance to have a life again. And and if I can help them do that, then that's a good thing. And if I can help their families, that's even better. Um, I do think people in prison, if they they should get they should get the punishment that they deserve, but not more. It should be fair. Okay, understand that, Miss mm-hmm. Lissa. Well, for me, it was kind of you know experience-based, I, you know, being younger, I saw myself going down the same path as prisoners, and, you know, by the grace of God, I did not, like, I skipped all of that, but I have a best friend, she's, you know, she's doing 12 years, I have people, um, family in the feds, and then it's just like, I see how they're treated when, you know, if they do get a chance to get out, I see how they're treated, and on top of trying to transition into, you know, the free world, 
their their judge, and then you know the way the system is set up, they are just not really treated like humans at that point. And so I saw that as you know my chance to give back to those to speak for those, to be a voice for those since they are, you know, locked up in cages. And since I am in the free world, I use that to speak for them. Mm. That's really good. And it's not a lot of people that you meet that's like the two of you. Tonight, the topic is the power of team. And I want to hear from you, ladies. I know that you're probably over 18 or 21, so you work before with other people and so on and so forth. And, of course, you ladies have been working with me, so you know I'm always thinking of ways to do everything. So talk to me about your view, like with the different jobs and companies and businesses that you've been involved in. What has it been like as far as teamwork? Because, you know, we always hear teamwork makes the dream work. What is your true perception of that? This is Anita, and um, of course, we've done a, uh, in the school system. You do a lot of training, so teamwork and things. Oh, I've got a dog passing by. <laughs> okay, that's all right. Um, and um, and some people are really good at it, and some people aren't. And then sometimes they'll they'll go through the training, and then they walk away, and they do things just like they did before. And but if you don't have a real teamwork. You're, you're just not going to accomplish much. You're, you're just wasting your time. And so teamwork is very important, and learning how to work with other people and um, is, is extremely important. Absolutely. Melissa? Well, well for me, being um, that I've worked a little bit of everywhere from home health to, you know, fast food to merchandising, um, I realized that there's no such thing as teamwork sometimes. <laughs> and I'm not going to say, you know, just like there's no such thing, but sometimes you have a boss and then you have the workers and then you have just one worker that is carrying the team. And I got burned out on that, and I decided that I wanted to stop working because I was always in a place to where I was in a room with, you know, 10 or more and I was doing the work, but they were getting the credit. And I told myself, I don't want to continue to put myself in those positions. And then when I started writing and then I met you, I realized what a team actually was. Because, I mean, I know we all have our own things to do and we're all busy. But staying in touch and then, you know, keeping each other in the loop of what we're doing, we're planning together and then we're executing together. It's not just one person. So, I'm realizing and I'm learning what it is now being, you know, that I met you. So that's a great thing. Well, definitely. Thank you for that. And and I and I ditto that, which is why you guys are on this call tonight and we're talking about the power team because it is extremely, extremely important. And we don't have that long on here tonight because I really just want to kind of share a little information because we're getting ready to build on our campaign of being here um, daily sharing different information, inviting different people on. Lastly, I wanted to ask you ladies this, and then I'll open the call up for you to share whatever's on your heart and your mind. Uh, we know that COVID-19 is here. The world is in a pandemic, and we have over a million people um, 
that's been exposed to this thing, over 75,000 people that's passed away. I mean, so much is happening, you know, even with prison population. I've gotten tons and tons of emails, you know, about some prisons that, you know, that are doing taking precautions to keep prisoners safe, and some prisoners are saying that, that nothing's happening. We know there's been deaths, and there's been also people that have, you know, gotten released and things of that sort. So what 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 are you ladies thinking in reference to, COVID-19, the pandemic, personally in reference to what's happening in the world and also then what's happening with people that's in prison because that's two separate situations because hey, it's one thing when we're home, we can stay home. Prisons are limited um, because they can't really go anywhere. So what what's your thoughts in reference to that? It's heartbreaking for me. Um, like you said, um, Tawanda, um, with us, we can stay home. We have ways to get us through and my best friend, she wrote me a letter um, last week, and she was telling me, you know, how she's on lockdown. And, you know, they're already on lockdown. So with that two hours a day that she had, she's, it's gone down to 30 minutes. I mean, they're only getting out to eat. I mean, they get to make their 30-minute phone calls, but, I mean, that's it. And then you have the ones where they are, like you said, they're limited. They they have no running water or, you know, the the prison, they're just being, they're already being treated like crap on top of not having the necessities that they need. So it's, it's very heartbreaking. I think people are going to need a lot of care, emotional care. I think we're really going to have to love people through this. Um, the children, it's very hard on them. They don't get to see their friends. Uh, in some places, they even get in trouble if they go outside and talk to their their neighbors. Um, it's gonna it's gonna take us a, a lot of recovery time and a lot of help. A lot of people that really care. And I can't mm-hmm. even imagine being in prison and possibly just the fear. It would be it's ter- the terrible fear because you're you're trapped, and your your families would be so afraid too. I just. I just can't hardly even imagine, but it, it's bad enough just being home and not really being able to go. I mean, the only place I can go is like to to Walmart and and King Supers and 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 you have to wear a mask and you can't see people's faces. You can't see their, them smiling at you. So you, it's like you you a, a dead face. All your faces are just no expression, and it's really mm-hmm. frightening. It's it's uh, it's awful, and so. So I'm leaving here pretty soon. I'm going to Arizona. It's open, and and um, then to Tennessee, and it's open too. <laughs> so it'll be You'll a little be safe, freer. Nina. I Absolutely, will, please you know, be Colorado, safe. Colorado is still pretty locked down. And you know, really, like I said earlier, um, I guess a few weeks ago when I first heard about the coronavirus, and I was driving through the street of Atlanta, I was I I, I thought it was a joke at first. I didn't really pay it much attention. And then when they were talking about closing the schools, I'm like, okay, I think something's really going on here. And then one day when I drove downtown Atlanta, if anyone knows anything about Atlanta, you know, the traffic is horrible. And sometimes you're in mm-hmm. traffic for, for hours. When I drove when I drove downtown Atlanta and saw there was no traffic, I said, oh, I'm getting the heck up out of Georgia. <laughs> Something's going on for real. <laughs> and I left. I was going for three weeks. But um, but on a serious note, it's it's been heart wrenching to think about the people that have died, the stories that I've seen online, and then e- reading emails um 
from people that's in prison, you know, screaming for help, grown men screaming for help. And it, it does something to you. Like I got 133 emails right now that needs to be open. Like I'm scared to open them because it's really just been so bad. And I got an email today from a guy that actually said he said, and he said, and let me tell you something, and I'm not getting religious on people, but people have been giving God the glory. Cause this one guy sent an email today and he said, well, I was positive, and now that I'm better, he said, and I thank God. <laughs> That's what he said on the email, and I'm like, praise the Lord, and I, I don't even know him, and it's okay because um because he made it. He made it, and there are so many people that have had it and that do have it, and they're making it. So I'm I'm definitely excited about that. One thing I want to say, ladies, and I, I want you to share anything that's on your heart, that's on your mind. You know, in reference to another chance, I always tell people, I, I, I don't want to ever hear about a second chance because we use that up by the time we was five or six years old. This is another chance, and it's also another opportunity. It's our opportunity for unity. I know years and years ago people always talk about change and getting together, and people are waiting on someone else to do something. Well, guess what? It's not up to someone else. It's up to us. And this is our time to bridge the gap. This is our time to stand together. This is our time to stay together. This is our time. And with the power of a team, with the power of working together for a common goal collectively, we can get a lot done. And I'm super passionate about that. As we close out tonight in the next couple of minutes, We'll go out to Anita first, and then we'll go out to Lissa. Anita, is there anything else, not just even in reference to what we spoke about tonight, but just anything that's on your heart and that's on your mind that you like to share with the world? Well, we have a lot of things planned. And the sky's the limit for what we can accomplish because we're motivated and we have God on our side, and I'm just so excited to be part of this team. And I thank you so much that I, well, I thank God for put for putting me in this position, and I thank oh, God for both of you. Amen. I ditto right back to you, honey. Right back to mm-hmm. you, Lisa. Come on, talk to us. <laughs> First off, you know, give God some praise because He is the goat. He made all of this possible. I really just wanted to tell people to. Start giving more. I wanted to know, like, when did we as people stop loving? And I think it's time to get back to all of that. Mm. That's, that's powerful. We're going to need a lot of love. And and really, and not to put you out there, Alyssa, but I, I was on, I called you about a week or so ago, and if I'm not mistaken, you were out doing something for the homeless. Yeah, I was about to say that, but I wasn't going to use this call for that. But I was about to say, if you see a homeless person, give them a dollar or two. Like, with me, I don't care what they're doing with a dollar. Like, for them to be out on the street, like, that's enough humiliation. Like, it's embarrassing enough. So any way I can make them smile, I will. And with this pandemic um, here in Texas, you know they have nowhere to go, but they're the ones that's getting citations and getting locked up for being on the street um, when we had the curfew. And then still to now, um, they're being the ones that's being used as, you know, guinea pigs to find recoveries for the COVID-19. So if you see a homeless person, just have a heart. Absolutely, because like I said earlier, we we should be a part of the solution and not a part of the problem. 
All right, ladies, yeah. we're almost out of time, and um, the power of a team. Teamwork truly does make the dream work. And also when you can work with people that you like, that you learn to love, and that you could like, we can work together for a common goal. Sometimes people focus on their personal issue or what they actually want. It's not even about us. And I think everyone on this call, like the thing I think I like about both of you ladies is you really truly care. You truly care about other people. And you, it's not because you told me so. It's because I've seen it through your action over and over. And I've I've known you both less than one year, and we've done some amazing things over the last five months. I mean, it's really just really been incredible, and I know that the best is still yet to come. I just want to meet more people like you guys, like literally, because like Anita said, the sky's the limit. Guess what? Ain't no limits. We we going for we going a distance, um, and we um, are truly excited about it. Another chance to bridge the gap. This is our opportunity for unity. We'll be here every day, different times, and we're going to talk about different things. It's going to be raw and it's going to be real. We're not going to be scripted. We're going to share um, because we know that in this day and time, that's what we need. And, ladies, thank you so much for being on here tonight. Thank you for service and giving and truly caring about people and prison, families, the youth. And guess what? Together we will achieve more. God bless you guys. Talk to you soon. Okay, good night.